Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 59 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff and alongside me this time is the... uh, Frankie Kazarian to my Christopher Daniels. It's Craig, everyone. What's going on, Craig? Hello, hello. I'm I'm very well. <laughs> 1 a.m., but I'm ready. He's ready. Impact was insane. Yes, yes. Uh, so as you can see, Max uh, is an advertisement for Bound for Glory. Uh, <laughs> he'll be kind of missing some Saturdays here and there, so if anyone listening to this has a show of their own or just interested in Impact Wrestling... Hey, chat's already starting. Awesome. Um, And want to be a co-host? We'll be looking for some certain dates um, as well because uh, Max has season tickets to college football. (laughs) So, hey, can't blame him. Um, So Craig is going to be here today, or voicing his opinion today, and uh, that'll be exciting. It'll be exciting, as he said, that we have a a fire episode that we just came off of. Um, Not going to ask Max. Uh, what's he watching? So what do I ask you, Craig? <laughs> what's the numbers? Is that it? I... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't oh, right, see them, but I guess we're going to, yes, it's me, it's me, it's the M-I-C, Craig, a.k.a. Mr. Impact, for your TNA IW channel. Once again, we are live, and of course, as if you didn't know already, you can find us here, you can find us there, you can find us down there, everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Sounder, Spotify, and wherever else you podcast. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so as, as Craig has alluded to, I will read the numbers as uh, as they <laughs> they are a bit small uh, in many different ways, physically and uh, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> this week's numbers down in general, but... Uh, the chat is popping. Thank you guys for coming back. Yes, we are a bad influence. Um, but uh, we are at 2817 on Twitter. That's a gain of 35. We love our Twitter group. Um, we're aiming for 3,000 before Bound for Glory. So 183 more before Bound for Glory. I know we can do it. Um, we have uh, 74 on podcast, which is down 11. And 73 on YouTube, which is down 37. So down 48 altogether. But... Coming in waves, maybe it's a topic, maybe it's us, who knows? Maybe it's the time of uh, day, but all I know is uh, that uh, Impact is rising, Bound for Glory is coming, so I expect those uh, to rise as well and get back to where we are. But 219, so we're staying even there, not losing anyone, but not gaining. Our goal for there is 300, so the 300 club, 3,000 club, 300 club, 3,000 club. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you don't subscribe to us, as 37% of our watchers don't, uh, just hit that button. Hit that button. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Give us a reason to keep doing this uh, and, and staying motivated. All right. We do have power rankings. So, Craig, do you want to throw it over that since we have a lot to talk about? Yep. So, power rankings from this week's Impact Access TV. Agree? Disagree? Let us know. If you want to join the power rankings committee, once again, just hit us up. I'm sure we can add you to the Power Rankings Committee. So, without further ado, here are the Power Rankings. Awesome. Here we go. Hi, everyone. This is Tatia with Readers of Wrestling, and here's your TNA IW Top 10 for this week. 
Number 10, the reunited Desi Hit Squad. Number 9, New Japan's Finn Juice. Number 8, The Soldiers, Willie Mack and Rich Swan. Number 7, Hardcore Country, Mickey James. Number 6, Bullet Club. Number 5, Champ Champ, Deanna Perrazzo. Number 4, The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Number 3, The Inevitable Ace, Austin. Number 2, World Champion, Christian Cage. Number 1, Bound for Glory, Josh Alexander. That was your top 10 impact wrestlers of the week. Do you agree? Let us know at TNA IW channel. Back to you guys. Oh, thank you. Hey, she just popped in the chat too. Uh, power rankings. Uh, yes, if you want to join, as Craig said, uh, hit us up at TNAW channel, uh, and you can add us there. I, you know, if someone told me that these were the, if I just saw this video two years ago, I'd punch the person in the throat that showed it to me. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Ray, two years ago. We're getting Christopher, Christopher Daniels back and right. three members of Bullet Club. Insane. Christian is our world champion. Josh Alexander on the rise. J just mind-blowing. Um, but thank you for doing that. She always kills it, and she always has another shirt for every episode, which is so dope. Um, and she's going to Bound for Glory, so give her some love. Rangers of Wrestling. You can see her name there, the spelling and everything. Just put an at in front of it, and that's Twitter. All right, Craig. Speaking of that, let's get into it. Oh, yes, it's time for those hot, hot topics. Kicking off, of course, with this week's impact on Access TV and Impact Insiders on YouTube. We started off with Josh Alexander relinquishing the X Division Championship and officially becoming normal contender for the Impact World Championship. David Finley defeated Hikaleo. Not, not before, uh, Al Fantasma made his return to help Bay and Hikaleo beat the holy crap out of Finn Juice. Rohit Raju defeated Chelsea Green with the help of the returning Raj Singh. Uh, Rich Swan and Willie Mack defeated VSK and Brian Myers thanks to a mistake by Sam Beal. Still, still a good hair though. <laughs> Always. Mickey James, Mickey James and Diana Perrazzo uh, had a little, I'll say a little brawl, pretty big brawl, resulting in Scott Demore making it official for Battle for Glory. That Mickey James will be will be will be facing Deanna Perrazzo for the Knockouts Championship. Uh, of course, we had an incredible Swingers Palace, which is probably the highlight of the night. But, uh, Josh also Josh Alexander in the main event defeated Ace Austin. Not, not before uh, Ace and Fulton to start to beat down on Josh and Christian Cage come out to help. But of course, the big moment of that segment, big moment of the entire show. The fallen angel Christopher Daniels returned to Impact Wrestling after, what, 12 yeah, years? Man. That's yeah. insane. Thoughts, things, and uh, highlights. Yeah, uh, they the kept night. saying seven, so maybe seven years ago he wrestled. 2014? That sounds about right, I guess. Um, but yeah, to, to your point, uh, it's just... So even to the power rankings, I mean, Raj being back, Mickey James being there, Christian being there, the Bullet Club being there, ELP, Hikaleo, Finjuice. I mean, these are people that are on our roster page now, as, as most of them that I just mentioned. So it's just a weird 
weird time that I'm just going to embrace and enjoy. Um, but I want to mention some things that I think they're doing right. I, I do want to say an impact on Access TV since obviously that's the subject and I don't want to get too far into Bound for Glory. Uh, I see 3 and 5 will be talking about that. But I want to say that even though the match quality, and it wasn't horrible by any means, any means. I mean, we got to see Josh and Ace, who I think, once again, I said last week, are our uh, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe of the future. I think that's one of those matches that won't get old. I have a few matches like that. I could watch Eddie versus Moose all the time. I could watch Sammy versus Eddie. Uh, I can watch. Uh, I-, I could watch these two, uh, and I think that'll be the way when uh, Bay is up there as well, and same with Trey. So. I think there's a, this episode was a lot about building for Bound for Glory, and the match quality, as I said, was was average or to better, or or above. But what really sold it for me, obviously, Daniels coming out at the end does not hurt the cause. Um, but this is the first time in a very long time, at least to me, that I felt that consecutively, including the Impact Plus specials, they're continuously building to that next payday. Right, so they're always advertising with these plus specials, and they're always now, especially above average, uh, and that's an advertisement for Impact Plus. Get that money. Same with YouTube uh, insiders. Now you're selling Bound for Glory, and I love it. It's just so nice to see that this Bound for Glory, and we've only named technically four matches. Once again, we'll get to it, but they're building from day one. I really dig that. I'm really excited for it, uh, and this whole show felt like a a story to hype all of it not just say oh by the way we're going to be in this match i think every match is going to have a purpose and we'll get more into that uh but yeah so a couple things i want to mention you mentioned sam beal love sam beal thank you sam for all that you do by retweeting and liking and having great hair um he pays us to say that but uh no brian myers's group (laughs) i said it last time uh or, or no maybe it's on twitter i feel like Brian is starting his own Diamonds in the Rough. That's a TNA throwback for anyone who doesn't know. Simon Diamond had uh, a stable, and he would take people like Elix Skipper, David Young, all these guys that that just needed another spotlight or or a refreshing, and he would take them and and put them in a stable. Uh, And that's kind of what this feels like. This doesn't need people who need refreshing. It's just people who need to be seen, right? Um, So I really dig what Myers is doing. I saw some people call it the flock, but huge raven mark so i can't give him all that uh but even with see i'm jumping all around but i'm just so i'm so happy the the point i was gonna mention was that the booking has changed drastically it feels like in the past few months once again we always say we don't know if it was don being head of creative and now leaving and now it's letting other people have chances i don't know but all i know is the consistency the uh the importance of everything they do. There is a knockouts tag team match next week, right? If I'm not mistaken, to see who faces Decay at a Impact Plus special. This would have not happened months ago, let alone a year or two ago. So these are really bright spots that really get my uh, gives me that little tingle in my loins, as they say. Uh, and uh, I really like where we're going. I really like where we're going. I, there's nothing I can complain about. 
uh, ELP coming out was a really nice surprise for me because I avoid spoilers as much as possible. We'll avoid spoilers as we talk from here on out. Uh, and if you watch State of Impact on Tuesdays, we avoid spoilers as well, but give some hints there. So, yeah, you know, it was nice yeah. because I thought, I, I figured another member's going to come. Not to get into Bound for Glory again, but it's kind of hard not to. We, we, I, was it me that suggested, or did we all agree on that we thought a four-on-four four uh, Bullet Club versus something would happen? Maybe we thought Elite, maybe, or, or something like that. Um, but for me, it's looking like it's going to be that Bullet Club's going to gain to four. Who is that fourth one? I thought it was going to be Ishimori and what Jay White. Uh it's kind of looking like it's going to be ELP and one of them. Uh, so we'll see who it is there. And I think we're going to get a 4-4 four and four with Finjuice. The question is, and the more exciting question is, who's with Finjuice? Uh, so we could get to that, but I love this storyline. I love that, unlike AEW, and I won't shit on them or shit on us for how it was booked. But, I, oh yeah, Alex Zane as well. What a mind-blowing to see him in that graphic. And I'm so glad everyone said, well, they need to you know advertise all the matches. Please don't, because I'm sure there's a couple other surprises in those three-on-threes, and, and I would really like to see uh, who they are as they come out, because that Alexane thing popped me. Um, but yeah, so even with the Bullet Club thing and Finjuice, are they really utilizing Impact talent? Chris Bay is at getting elevated, right? But besides for that, the other two, three, four, five, six guys in this storyline that's been for the past few months are all New Japan. And it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like, you know, WWE where they tape the purple ropes and here comes 205 Live. This feels like it's just a flowing, uh, organic relationship. And I fucking dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Um, I don't care if they stay in their own little bubble. Bay's getting the most out of that. I'm stoked. Uh, I'm going to let you go on this. Uh, and then if you bring something back up, I'll, I'll chime back in. Um... But there's just so much, there's so many little things for everybody. I didn't even mention uh, Drama King's little segments. It, just so many cool things they're doing for everyone uh, that I really dig. Right. Yeah, it, Impact. Like I said, the match quality was fine. It was the best we've seen from them. But it's, 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 you can't expect pay-per-view level matches right. in every show. So, I mean, the surprise roll-ups roll are getting a bit too much. Fair. I will say that, but you know, say it's, it's TV. As long as it, like with the Rohit and Chelsea match, that needed a roll up. That felt more like it needed a roll up more, and then Raj Singh coming back, great yeah. to see he's healthy, awesome. You know, it's, it's, it's so much. Uh, obviously, Swingers Palace has to I mention because of how just. How much of a genius Johnny Swing Johnny Swinger is? That's what I forgot. <laughs> yeah. He's insane. I mean, and awesome to see VSK back. As you know, I'm a right. huge VSK mark. And I mean, going back to the matches, yeah. I mean, like I said about uh, Al Fantasma, I I popped so, so huge for that because three three members of Bullet Club are in Impact, and it's. Yeah, they may not be the biggest three in that right. fraction over in Japan, but over here in states, or in like, like states and uh, all the areas impact cover, people know who they are, and people 
No, it's Bullet Club. And that's the important thing. It's, it's Bullet Club in Impact Wrestling. After all the sh- shit that went down between Impact and New Japan, they trust in Impact with one of their big, probably their biggest faction of all time, essentially. It's crazy. You know, it's it's mind-blowing. Yeah, it's so much happened. Obviously, Christopher Daniels coming back. Yeah. I knew about it beforehand. I did see a spoiler, but it no. didn't ruin the moment for me. I still... I still knew it had a tear in my eye because it was just a huge moment. Yeah, uh, so you just hit on two things that I didn't talk about at all, and if you have more, uh, brush me off and, and keep talking about it. But I do want to mention that um, you're, you're 100% right. The the drastic relationship change <laughs> from when Scott Demore took over to where we are now with them it, it is insane. It, it's surreal, but it, it's insane. Um, now, do I think the Bull Club's the strongest they've ever been? No, I think Impact is the right group to refresh it. Um, I, and I think they're doing that. Chris Bay adds another whole another level of things. So, and, and I said this months ago, and I'll say it again. Everyone's like, oh, Bullet Club, aren't we over that? No, because here's why. I told you guys this before. I'll say it again for our new listeners and maybe those who forgot. I was walking in a grocery store, long story short, wearing a Bullet Club shirt. I've worn an Impact Wrestling shirt probably six times before that. I'm in a small town. Um... Well, more more or less. Never have gotten a recognition on any Impact shirt. Now, could they say, oh, it's just a black shirt with some logo? <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. The first time I wore my Bullet Club shirt, I, I, someone tried to give me the too sweet. Or they did, actually did. Excuse me. I, I take that back. He put it up, and I was like, what the fuck? And then, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, cool, man. And I kept pushing my way. Those little moments connect people. When you can bond over something. If someone says, hey, do you watch Impact? Oh, fuck no, some people say. Oh, do you like the Bullet Club? Hell yeah. So it just adds another level to... I, I really believe this is a show that has something for everyone. It has comedy, uh, which I'll talk about now. It has great wrestling. It has uh, you know dark stuff. It has light stuff. It's it just so good. Um, but as far as what you were saying with um, Johnny Swinger, man, segment of the year, throw the bag at this guy. Uh, I was so... And this is why I love Impact Management. I was so pissed when I heard they signed him after Johnny Impact left. I was like, Johnny signs again. Oh, swing. Oh, shit. And this is a, I'm, I'm a New York Connection fan. I'm a, I'm a, you know, uh, Swinger and Diamond fan. No, I don't know what their name was prior to, to that, if they even had one. Um, and I was a fan of him everywhere he went. But I really am so happy that they proved me wrong and they put him in the perfect friggin' spot to to the people he could get away with naming that the average group can <laughs> I mean, he's dropping Pritchard and Dixie Dixie's a babe Bob Carter's daughter so just great shit man um and then yeah I, I see Sue Young there so I want to talk about that I threw it out in the chat group I have no mm. inkling uh other than this I love what they're doing with her I love that she has two minions that could obviously go for the tag titles, the Undead Brides. Uh, and then they keep eating souls, So, which I really dig. It's an awesome way to write people off without having to do anything. The one, and I don't want to start this rumor, but I have to talk about it because I haven't talked about it you, with, besides with you. When I was at Slammiversary, Sue came out with Kimberly and we, and we were stoked. Um, but she looked, and that could be anything... She looked like she gained a little weight. If she did and it's it's just how she's going to look, then fuck it. Cool. But I didn't think that much of it. 
until I started seeing these segments. She hasn't wrestled in a very long time. Now, Sue Young is one of those characters that doesn't need to, but she's been cut off from here down the whole time. So I pray two things. One, I hope she's healthy. Uh, two, if it's a baby, I, I, I hope it's I hope it's uh, everything goes magnificently. Slash, congratulations, Swan and her. Slash, they better make it a fucking storyline where she's eating these souls. And Rosemary's baby, you know, like somebody's, whatever it's called, uh, the baby is, is Bray Wyatt's or something. We need to, we need this. James Mitchell, somebody, give me somebody. Um, but it's just, it's just interesting to see how they're, they're sh- I noticed that whenever there's anything physical going on, she's quite a way away from it. She's not getting involved. She's controlling it, but she's mm-hmm. not involved in it. She's quite a distance away from it. Again, oh. we don't know, but I, I, it's she's it's only filming her from the top half, and she's not getting physical at all. At all. So, pretty interesting. But uh, if you want to continue hey. on uh, impact on Access TV, and then we can move forward. Or do you have anything else you want to? Nah, I think that's pretty much covered. It. I mean, it's yeah. Just in, 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 <sighs> Show. Oh yeah, and Daniels. I mean, come on, Jesus. I, I will say one thing. I've got Sorry. a guy on Twitter. I'm not gonna say his name. Fair. What's the point? But whenever I, I, I probably saw it. I posted that edit of Daniels with the holding the X X, X title, current X X title with the BFG background. Now people liked mm-hmm. it. A lot of people liked it. There's one person saying, uh. I bet he's just gonna do one match and then piss off like like Kazarian does. Like for a start, they're not gonna have him show up just to wrestle Mad Man Bolton and go. I I think Mad Man's great, but that's not what he's there for. And second, like let me enjoy. Yeah, (laughs) I I saw that too, and I and I know what you mean. I don't even know if I responded to it, but it's just look. I'm all for the understanding that. Impact has let us down in the past. Okay. But the times have changed. And even if... you, know, Kazarian came out from the get saying, I'm not here for the past. I'm here to deal with my present. Which was Bullet Club, whatever he does. Um, yeah. Right. So I think this is different. It may it, it, He's going to be a bound for glory. Let's enjoy it. If it's past that, awesome. If it's not, awesome. Let's just enjoy the fucking moment. I just don't understand why we got to think the worst uh, right away. Or not worst, just think at the negative. Let's just enjoy the ride. So, All right, number two. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, obviously, I guess we all saw the news. Sammy Callahan uh, picked up a pretty severe injury at the last set of tapings. Uh, broken ankle was portally, portally out to a spring of next year, which is... A yeah. massive shame, and obviously, some, a character like Sammy Callahan needs to be on TV. So, how does Impact work this? Yeah. So, first of all, obviously, spring 2022 is is, is insane, and, I, and I'm sure it's killing him uh, to not be able to wrestle or, or further, you know, going forward. But he's so creative and he's such a good character, and that's the question. Uh, what can they find for him? Well, one I want to say, I think if I 
read it right, he broke his ankle and then all the way up to his leg. Um, so pretty, pretty damn uh, severe. Had to get surgery right away. Um, and, and I think Lucha down there, for those who are uh, audio listeners, uh, is, is mentioning it there. More Callahan Uncensored. Yeah, I, I love that kind of sense of humor. It's very interesting sense of humor. Uh, but uh, I think he can do a lot of things. It definitely chan- changes whatever they filmed for going forward because I really believe it was him and Eddie going for those tag titles. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was a whole different plan, but um, I don't know if I want to hear sons of bitches every time on, on in commentary. But, um, you know, I mean, look at Brian Myers is doing. Look what Sue Young's doing. Brian does wrestle, but Sue Sue hasn't, as we mentioned. So I think there's there's obviously going to be a place for him. Uh, I'm not worried about that. I'm, I'm, I, he needs to be on the television screen. I just think it'd be really cool. I'm sure he's already on creative, to be honest. Um, I could really see him doing a sting-like thing. Sits in the rafters, sits in the crowd, whatever, and just kind of watches. Always watching. We don't know why. They can acknowledge that he's injured. It's okay. Um, but I, I think that would be really cool if they keep him off TV for just, yeah, just for a bit. And then he's just in the rafters in the crowd and just kind of we don't know what he's doing maybe they don't know what he's doing <laughs> but at least it's something to get him on the screen and just be like oh shit okay there's sammy what the hell's he doing so um fair enough yeah i mean i kind of agree on that with the uh but with the whole crowd thing or sitting in the rafts whatever obviously they will have to keep him off tv until he's done on crutches a, a, quite a while, I, I imagine. Obviously, I don't. I, I believe he's like, mm-hmm. already had surgery, which is good news. But oh, man, it, it, Sammy needs to be on TV. He should be on TV. I I wouldn't want to be in this position. You got one of the yeah. your biggest stars of the company out and out for pretty much what half a year. I I couldn't imagine being in this position, let alone being in Sammy's, right. Sammy's position. Know how much he does impact and what, but uh, impact are creative, very creative. So I'm sure they can figure something out for him. I just, man, I wouldn't want to be in this no, position. No, man, especially right before Bound for Glory. I mean, you know, he, he, who knows what his match was? But God, that has to be a kick in the nuts. And, and I don't want to drag a, <laughs> a sad man down, but. Um, it, it sucks, but as you said, and we can sum it up with that, he's a creative dude, they're creative uh, people at Impact, he's going to have something, and I see a couple people agreeing with me, I appreciate that. I, I think it's something good you can do with him that doesn't ruin his character, um, because I really have started to like Sammy as the anti-hero. I know at first I didn't, and I know I keep saying the, the sons of bitches thing, but he's toned it down, there's less bowing, and, and obviously now there's going to be even less bowing uh, and stuff so um I, I think he's gonna be in a good place i think it opens the door for a lot and luckily with it being bound for glory we'll have allegedly hopefully some big names coming in that can maybe not replace sammy by any means but can uh take that spot for a little bit and do something different with it feel the missing spot yeah all right, so number three, of course, Josh Alexander is going to be, even though it hasn't been officially announced, but will be the main event. 
Christian Cage for the Impact yeah. World Championship at Boundary, just insane as it is. But with Josh, is this the moment that makes him? Is this the moment where finally the rest mm. of the wrestling world will see just how good Josh Alexander is and he is the best wrestler in the world? So this is where I'm torn. I think pound for pound, without bias, um, he's top five in the world. And that's because I think to have a... He brings... Well, let me stop. He brings something completely different that none of those other four in that top five or nine, if you think he's top ten or whatever it is. He has legitimacy. He looks the part. He acts the part. He wrestles the part. The crowd is behind him. Uh, the momentum's behind him. So do if he loses, do I think it's it's an issue? No, I, I I think they can get away with him not winning. If there's something else, someone cashes something in later in the night or whatever it may be, even if Christian beats him. But I don't want them to go that route, and, and I think it'd be such a easy thing to do. Like as much as I love Ace, I I, I think he needs a little bit more uh, peppering before he gets to that next level, and we'll get to that on the Bound for Glory card. Um, but he held his own against uh, uh, Christian, and I thought that made him, and it added him to the next level. Now he just, and his promos are getting better. I think that next thing is to get to that main event scene. So there's going to be a little bit of time. Same with Bay. I think Bay's a little bit, I don't know if he's closer than Ace, but Josh feels just like a win away. So I would say you have two guys right behind him that you want to start bringing up there, right? So let's just give it to him. Let's start this new era. Let's crown him and move forward. Now, as far as, you know, being, showing, you know, does he need this to to be the best in the world? No. Does it help? significantly and move it forward since we dragged our ass with moose for so long even though i think moose didn't need the belt doesn't need the belt at this point when he finally does win it'll be awesome but he's one of those characters that just he's already explained you you see him and you're like oh shit okay and i think we're starting to feel that with, with josh but i think it would put it over the top if he's our main guy and the matches with for the main event title our world title rather are phenomenal no pun intended but there was a time when you knew angle's music hit and he was defending the belt or aj game over you're you're sucked in you're watching it and that's how i feel about josh yeah no i completely agree it was the same with the x Mm -hmm. x division championship you know when he came out to defend that x x X division championship you knew this even though it'd be a one hell of a match. You knew Josh wasn't losing his title. Just, I mean, against all the people, he's he has so many incredible matches. I mean, as a um, as exhibition champion, you know, he had a, a sixty minute Iron Man match, which is could arguably be match of the year. If if it's not, then there's some serious serious issues with that, because just an insane match. It, you know, black. But yeah, Jake's real quick. Thing. If that match had fans in the crowd for that sixty man Iron Man, sixty minute Iron Man match, 
it, it would yeah five stars, and, and I think that's what hindered a lot of people. So yeah, easily. Anyway, this this battle glory. I, I mean, I, first of all, I can't wait to hear D'Lo shout C4 Spike, C4 Spike over and over again. Like, I love that as it is, but, but in, a, in a main event for world title, right. when I hear that, I feel that much, right. that much more special. And Josh, I mean, even though I think his contract's coming up very soon, I think he's, 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 he's with Impact for as long as he wants to be with Impact. And he wants yeah, to be I, my. I don't know have any inside knowledge on his contract. What I can tell you though, is that the the timing, and. It's just very conspicuous that he goes to a a Blue Jays game with, uh, with Demore. Shortly after, he talks about not having he's full time professional wrestler now. What did they give him a, a briefcase of money, or did they bump up his contract? They, he must have resigned an extension or something that gave him a boost. Something had to happen to the point where he is now making more money. So I'm not worried about that. I, I yes, but 100% the goal needs to be to resign him if he is hasn't resigned. Yeah, Josh Alexander. I I I firmly believe he's top three best in the world. Sorry? And honestly, I I probably get shot down on Twitter for this, but I put him above Kenny Omega. Kenny, it's debatable. Quick short on this about Kenny. It's is is entertaining. Yes, as a wrestler, as a matches, they feel the same to me. Three moves. V trigger, V trigger, V trigger, warming danger, warming danger, and dragon In, suplex. Done. Interest of <laughs> fairness, he's wrestling a new style as far as being on television. Yes, it's been a while, so we should be getting used to it, but it's not the same Kenny Omega. And if you take the injuries thing, but obviously he just wrestled Daniel Bryan and, and, and or Brian Danielson and destroyed. Um, so he's he's great. I just think he he's got what he has in the tank left, and he's going to use it for certain matches but let's keep going so we're not over there let's get to murphy AEW, and straight into the bound for glory card yeah so uh came out this week that aw are not interested in signing murphy yeah. buddy matthews is this impacts is he is, is he guaranteed to be an impact star okay so there's a few things that uh I kind of want to hit on as far as um, in that question, and then I, I definitely want to get to Bound for Glory. So the two things I will say is this. There has been interest in Buddy Murphy from everyone except AEW, if that's the case. Okay. You're, you're, this guy is one of the most talked about, underrated wrestlers on the WWE roster. Is released... And everyone's talking about him and Braun. The the hint of them coming to Impact, done deal or not, has now everyone saying, AEW wasn't interested in him. Fuck off. And, and, and here's the reason why. For it to go from one extreme to another just feels like, to me, that they got beat out on one. 
Doesn't mean we offer more money. No. Doesn't mean that they were 70% in, but that 30% just wasn't, you know what I mean? So who knows? At the same time, it feels like a cop-out. It feels like he's a lock for impact. It feels like he belongs in impact. And maybe Tony Khan recognizes that as well, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is just how it is. They weren't interested. Meaning, at this time, he is not fully polished enough for them. Which is, if you think about it, Murphy does need, or Matthews does need that little extra, right? He needs to find his character. He needs to reinvent himself. He needs to find out who Buddy Matthews is. Maybe he already knows, but WWE sure is fucked in it. And that means AEW doesn't have the time to develop him. Because they have all these other small guys, green guys that they need to, to do. He's not green, but you know what I mean. So Other people that need development. In different ways. So I think he comes to Impact, which is the most creative company right now in wrestling. He comes there. He polishes himself. He finds out who he is. Two, three years later, maybe he goes there and, and builds his thing. But I would like to think by that time he resigns and that he, he's loved his time in Impact because this motherfucker can go. Can go. Look at our roster. All the people that say, we don't have main event. We don't have enough this. We don't have enough that. Look at that roster page after Bound for Glory and what it's going to be. And tell me this guy doesn't add... I'm telling you, man. I, I just... There's people coming in like this that I think we're going to hear a lot more of. Which is, oh, AEW wasn't interested. They tried. But, because that's what's going to be the rhetoric for, for quite a while. Because they're the number one... Well, maybe number two. But number one in, in, in what it seems to be in fan of, you know... Uh, recognition right now so the question's always going to be why didn't you go to AEW and this is the time bound for glory where I think people need to show them show them what we're about move on to these bigger arenas and then no one will ever talk about this again but the fact that they would have no interest in someone who's bell to bell one of the better wrestlers on the planet it's bullshit So yeah, I, I don't believe for a single second that AW were not interested in Murphy, Buddy Matthews. There's no way they they weren't interested in him. If, shown, if they showed no interest in him, then this that may be one. Of the, that's that's really fucking stupid. And if you're not at least approaching this wrestler, then what? Right. What are you even doing? He, Buddy Murphy. I mean, I know he was, he was the best kept secret and all that stuff, and, and he was. Buddy Murphy, I mean, I think, I think it was the, uh, probably a TLC kickoff in a Cruiserweight title match against, uh, I want to say, Cedric mm-hmm. or Ali or someone on those sides. That was the best match of the night. It, I think it was Murphy versus Leo Rush, I think. They've had some bangers, yeah. Match of the on the right. on the pre-show. So, you know, if he can do he can do that, imagine what he can do for your company. So, if AW if AW are interested, fine. Impact need to swoop in, get him, and show everyone, let him show everyone that he's a star. He know he's so creative. Right. He knows what he wants. Yeah, you know. Uh... I think, you know, we're hitting it on the head and just, I'm sure they're at least, even if you give them 50% interest, they had to have something, some kind of interest for this guy. And 
has it if it is the fact that they just got punk cole danielson ruby black andrade and supposedly this ace up their sleeve that they have so there's a lot of people that they just brought in but if you're trying to make the best wrestling company as they are i mean this guy can't even be on your dark shows not saying he doesn't want it i'm sure there's more into it but um i I think the matches and i could see some of them there Ace versus uh, Murph or Ma- Matthews, uh, Bay versus Matthews, Alexander versus Matthews. Uh, you could go on and on. I think this we're in for a treat with this guy. Yeah, he's he's, he's next level good. I watched uh, his his interview with Chris Van Vliet, and yeah. he knows what he wants, and impact. Impact's a place to give from that. So, So, moving on now to number five. Number five. Yep, yep. So, uh, obviously, uh, the Coil Shock gauntlet was announced for uh, Battle Glory and the Speech Show. Rich One and Brian Myers are the first two in. Of course, we had so many announcements announcements for Battle Glory. Had the Triple Threat tournament for the triple threat triple threat title match but for the for the x division championship knockouts championship john peraza versus mickey james and of course the world championship christian cage versus josh alexander just what a card already and I, this coil shot has to be one of the most hotly anticipated since they started for sure for sure. Uh, you know, let me, I'm going to take the topics down for those who are audio listeners to uh, ignore us or skip us but for a second. But I'm going to pop up uh, the Bound for Glory card uh, as we think it was. Now, granted, we were pretty off, but we did have the Call Your ba- uh, Shot Battle Royal. So I'm going to answer that first for you because I think that was uh, our main topic here. Um, but it would just be, it'd be stupid if we didn't talk about this bomb-ass card. Uh, so the Call Your Shot Battle Royal... When you originally asked this uh, before in the pre, you know, when we were talking and kind of going over stuff this morning, I was like, "Okay, call your shot." Yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Well, I throw it in there. But then I started to think about it. Once again, this is the first time that it feels like it's not a group of wrestlers and insert management here that goes, "All right, guys, you all want something to do? Here's Bound for Glory. Call your shot. You can enter." T- and that's how it feels like it was always put together for the since Anthem came in. Bound for Glory from match 9 or 8, whatever it's going to be, all the way to 1, are going to be solid. They're going to have purposes. Um, they're going to have storylines. They're going to be... I don't think there will be a lull whatsoever. Uh, and, and you would be silly to sleep on any of them. But with the Call Your Shot Battle Royal, we have two competitors in here, and I'm the most excited I've I've been yet. One, I wish Myers would mention that he won the previous Battle Royal, so he has an advantage here. I'm sure he'll he'll mention that in the weeks to come. But him and Swan just announcing they're going to be in it, that they're excited about being in it, that what they're going to do when they're when they win. These are great things to now make a. a that branding we've talked about. Bound for Glory means something again. Okay. Call Your Shot Battle Royal is something now people will look forward to. As in Lockdown was something people look forward to. Or Feast or Fired was something to look forward to. 
This call your shot battle royal at Bound for Glory is going to be a staple from here on out. I really believe that. And the fact that they're introducing people or people are throwing in their names as if they're interested and it's not just by, oh, we'll see who comes, I think it's genius. Because now what you're doing, instead of saying, oh, shit, what do we do at Rich Swan? I mean, that's a that's a, that's a good problem to have. But but what, what what do we do with Rich Swan? He's not really in... Oh, you know what? Let's do Battle Royale. Myers, we just gave him a title shot, but we want him to be involved, but he doesn't really have, you know... Uh, a top nine feud going on right now, Battle Royal. And it doesn't seem lesser. These are two guys who have either won a title or have gotten title shots. So it's really cool, and I really like what they're doing here. Um, yeah, I, I'm always a big sucker for the Battle Royals, and I think we'll get some surprises. Uh, I know someone mentioned Bray. I don't know if they wasted on him, but it would be some shit if he, if he won and then cashed in at the end of the night. I just I don't know if he's even coming in, but uh, that would be great. As far as the re- as far as the rest yeah. of the card, um, I mean Christian versus Josh is locked in up there at the top. Deanna versus Mickey, which we actually got right, uh, is up there. The X Division Triple Threat, um, I'm okay with. I-, I think having three three ways triple threats to make a-, a finals is cool. I would have preferred if it was a Bound for Glory series or a. Um, a tournament that just has one on one and you know you know one and two seed and it's just the 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 finals, but three of them is is still cool has a very X division feel to it. Um, we don't know the stipulation yet. Is it just a natural match, one fall? We don't know. So we'll see. As long as they have cameras on the referees' heads, I'm happy. Uh, so <laughs> shout out to Brian Hebner. Um, no, I, I'm really excited for that. Obviously, we got our first person going through. Did we not? Or no, we haven't had anyone win yet. We announced. We, uh, we announced it. First uh, Laredo Kid versus Trey versus Alex Zane, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. who cares? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I would prefer Trey because he's you know homegrown. Um, who cares? Uh, because any of those win i'm happy i don't know the other the other two three mat uh three-way matches um i don't want to know but uh i mean that's gonna be great so we're gonna crown an x division champion we're gonna defend a, a our knockouts champion against someone who is building this storyline for months this isn't a and i know some people said oh i like when people earn title shots me too but at the same time there has to be different ways i know you mentioned roll-ups earlier you have to have something always to break up the pattern because if you have just a bunch of people losing on your show or a bunch of people you know getting roll-ups on the show or but too much of something is never that great so i like that this is a blood feud that diana did not want to see I, I thought she executed that perfectly by the way about she's not one of my heroes i never <laughs> you, were, you were after my time i like that this isn't a dream match for me but it's a dream match for the fans, which I really dig. So there's that. We got Josh's rise. We have the Battle Royal. I really believe that we're going to get Ace versus Christopher Daniels. I, I would have said, uh, not Ego. What was their name? Bad Influence. Um, but I think Kazarian's on that cruise with Jericho. And that... And uh, I don't think Daniels and Kazarian can team together. In life anymore. or in on in, on AEW? I'm I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're 
done okay. as a team. It's just an okay. AW, but well, either way, I, I yeah. So we're not sure. Yeah. So say well, say that is what it is. So let's type that in there. Ace Austin versus Christopher Daniels. That's so weird. All right. So, I mean, I see a lot of AJ in them. It makes sense. Um, so we have two spots, I imagine, still to be full up, filled up. Um, but let's look at DK. Let's look at Good Brothers. Good Brothers had that segment. Obviously, I want to hear your, your point of view a little bit on this as well, as far as what we haven't talked about, but definitely what we're going to talk about. Um, who do you see the Good Brothers you know, obviously they filmed those segments, which looked. I kind of dug it. It was it had like a very, um, a very Aces and Eights theme music <laughs> in the background, and they were just chilling. And, you know, is what it is. There's these little things that separate it. Um, it could get better, but uh, once again, outside the impact zone, which I like. Um, so who do they face? Are we seeing an AMW? Are we seeing a Wolves? Um, were we going to see? Um, what were the uh, the switchblade, the switchblades? So, I are, are we the wolves? Who who are we seeing here, Craig? What are you thinking? See, I don't know. I mean, it felt like this week, especially, they were kind of building towards Sammy and Eddie versus Moose and Morrissey right. again. But now that's not a possibility for yeah. Sammy, obviously. So on the group chat, Moose and Morrissey versus the Wolves, which I can see happening. So, but now I think about I completely forgot about the tag team titles, because now uh, uh, Willie and Rich, obviously there, Willie's going after the the, the extra extra championship, mm-hmm. and uh, Rich obviously wants to go to, for the world championship yeah. in, the, in the gauntlet. So they're not really a team team anymore. Again, which makes no sense. So I'm struggling to think who's well, left. VBD oh, looks like VBD's going to go set this up in real some quick, way. Did, did maybe, Motor City never face Good Brothers? We never got no, that match? They haven't, no. It must have. Interesting. It feels like we did. I don't know. I think we may have just... I thought I thought we did because that's it. No, we haven't. I don't no. think we uh, did. we'll have to look into that. But uh, we're seeing a lot of people say no, we haven't. So maybe that's somewhere because I think what it is is from the promos, they've beaten everyone that Impact has thrown at them. Right, that's their thing. Who they haven't they? So I, I think it's going to be someone there. But uh, it's it'll be someone. I reckon it'll be someone from outside Especially as when you look at this card and Impact have been teasing AAA, AW, New Japan, and we haven't really mentioned right. them, so maybe GD, but I, I think also with Hikaleo coming down, obviously he's right. GD's brother. Maybe that's like a test for them because GD, obviously, they're one of the top stars. And uh, oh, they were tag team champions, but they won the uh, tag league over there. So maybe this is kind of a test for them. How do you deal with one of one of our brothers? But depends on whether we come you over. Know, I, I think this uh, is going to be one of those things that we're going to have to see play out. Uh, maybe they filmed all backstage shit. Um, 
maybe they had to, you know, uh, go to plan B because of the injury to Sammy. I, I don't know. It looked like I, I agree with you. I think it felt more like Sammy and Eddie versus Moose and Morrissey. Um, but who do we just do Moose and Morrissey? That's just that's a waste if they're in a battle royal. But I feel that way about Swan and Meyer. So if it's something, uh, you know, uh, prestigious, I, I guess they would do that. But as far as Good Brothers, I, I like everything I'm seeing. I, Motor City makes sense because we have that. Right now, we have Christian versus Josh, Mickey versus Deanna. Say it's Daniels versus Austin. We're having that old versus new that we've been looking for and, and, and finally integrating uh, into our pay per views. So, part of me says it's going to be Motor City. Um, that makes a lot of sense. But, but, especially if they haven't beat them technically. But if it's someone different, I just think the Wolves is just too cool to pass up. I mean, if you look at that card, do you really think they'll go for another like old school versus current? I mean, you got Josh and Christian again, past and present. Donna and Mickey, past and present. If, if, if you got Ace and Daniels, past and present, is that kind no, of overkill? I get what you're saying in the sense of like too much of a good thing, um, you know. But what I really feel like is they're not talking as if it's past versus present. They're mentioning it match to match. Oh, this person has been around, but they're not really selling it as a past versus present pay per view. Um, I think what they're doing is just raising the pres- uh, prestigiousness. Is that a word? Whatever uh, of Bound for Glory. I mean. I love Bound for Glory, but there's points where we were saying Slammiversary was more important. Lockdown was more important in the years past. Now Bound for Glory is super important. You have some old, you know, uh, mainstays that, that are getting that rub again and giving it to the new guy. I don't know. I just feel like it's not really like we're wheeling out, um, you know, a 60-year-old Jeff Jarrett, which... Yeah, fuck it. I still watch it too. But you know what I mean? It, it just it feels like nothing none of this is forced. If it's, you know, I just I don't know. It feels like the company's coming back to to where it should be. I don't know. But so I think there's a lot Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm with you on that. I mean it's just ah, I don't know. I, I was thinking Vibrators aren't doing much, but again, I can see it being uh, Dina and Doring versus yeah. Heath and Reiner. Uh, but but maybe we we get again. When did Heath was Heath injured at last Bound for Glory? Yeah, in the close. That's where he'll return, and and that I don't think they'll waste a, yeah. a match on that, uh, especially if he's. I mean, he's been injured for a hot second. He's gonna be a little rusty. I mean, no matter how good he is, it, it just is what it is. Um, so let him get comfortable, throw him in there. You have VBD beating on Rhino, and he's the next man out or something. So I think that's where he could go. Um, so that leaves two spots open. Good Brothers, we don't know. Decay, I know I see a couple people that have mentioned they really want to see uh, Rachel and uh, Jordan get their reshot at it, their rematch at it. But we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on for uh, knockdown, knockout, knockouts, knockdown. Um, I would imagine they keep it, and there's no title changes before Bound for Glory. Um, and I think it's it would be silly not to have DK going as your number one. I mean, merch seller, one number one group. <laughs> um, 
you know, defending their titles. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not right, Ao. There, so yeah, Grace and Rachel versus the Influence versus Bridesmaids versus Decay showcase. Well, we got to mention Savannah and, and Tasha as well. You need to have a spotlight on the Knockouts tag team division, which I think the four-way match makes sense. Show that you have four established teams, if not five, because I think Savannah and Tasha is great. And then at the end, the inspiration come out. Who's the next challenger? Now, granted, I prefer them to have their first feud with uh, influence, but who gives a shit? <laughs> Just say, come out there, let them do the thing for the gold, and uh, you know, discount double check it, and announce your uh, plea for the titles. But what are you thinking? Ah, uh, man, I mean, when it comes to the knockouts tag, I I said it from the beginning. I'll keep saying it. Got to be Decay versus the uh, under bridesmaids in a that... dark. Has something like that. It, it is. It's just too good of an yeah. opportunity to pass up. We have these incredible. Well, so we don't know how Brandy Loren and Kimber are going to, but when it's like th- that type of character, that type of style, I think it's you can't pass this opportunity. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I, I think that is it's a great uh, to give us something different especially since they kind of ran through the tag division. Well, not, yeah, no, not really. I guess they haven't faced influence and stuff, um, or the bridesmaids, um, or DK if they, if they come up with a group. Um, but, man. Yeah, I would like to see it. I'd like to see it. Because then, once again, we're not getting nine matches that are all the same. We're getting a triple threat. We're getting a, you know, a four-way match. We're getting a, a, a you know, call your shot battle royal so we're getting all these things i think that would add to the allure of it um and i think it would be pretty interesting i said that uh in the undead realm there's a bar somewhere in the undead realm where ali and ethan page and kiera and the swingerellas <laughs> and they're all just chilling they're all they're all having a good time at a bar they so i think it'd be funny for a lot of different reasons to go through there um Especially maybe Kiera makes an appearance or or something of that nature. I think uh, a lot of funny things they could do there. Allie uh, would be funny. Um, So a lot of cool things they could do with that. Don't worry, you know. I want to make one prediction for the Coil Shot. I don't don't necessarily think he's going to win it, but I'm saying Tony Nese Mm. enters it. I can see that. I can really see that. That, that's, that's a, you know, I think that's what, sure. one of the reasons it's going to be, as you said, one of the most anticipated ones because we have a purpose. We have spots are getting filled individually instead of just, here you go, we'll see who goes. Um, and there's really no throwaways in there. And, and I hate to be like this, but there's no Tommy Dreamer. So uh, <laughs> the entrance, uh, when they come down to the ring, will all be uh, surprised by and uh, not deflated by. Well, we're hitting the 9 o'clock mark. I could probably talk about this for another hour, but Craig's time is what it is, and we're trying to stay to 60 minutes. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, We'll wrap this up. Either way, it's a great friggin' card. If you're a new fan of the show, uh, as we say on here, one fan at a time, one friend at a time. Uh, This is real for us. This is about building a community. So add us, subscribe, talk to us, chat with us. Come in the chat group. It's fun to do that. and, and thank you for uh, doing so. But with that being said, my point was, Bound for Glory, October 23rd, 
Saturday. We'll have a pre-show for it, and we'll be uh, we'll be releasing a lot of our week. We'll have a Bound for Glory week of a lot of content we're putting out. So stay tuned. Uh, once again, subscribe to us, uh, and and you'll get some bells to tell you when we're doing them. If you don't follow us on Twitter, but we have Christian versus Josh, Tiana versus Mickey, a triple threat to crown a new uh, X Division champion. Decay defending Good Brothers defending what we think is Ace versus Daniels. And call your shot battle royal that already has Swan and Myers in it with a lot of returns suspected. So a great card. This is the time to give Impact a chance if you're listening on the sneak um, or you're not sure about admitting your love for Impact or not sure if you even love Impact. This is the season. This is the season. So um, so hop on that train. Uh, we're here for you. One thing I want to mention because I forgot. Oh, yes. Yeah, tickets are going hot. Bound for Glory is sold out besides for general admission. So get your general admission tickets there. And then a couple days of tapings. I'm not sure where they are right now. One's on a Monday, so I'm sure it's not the, <laughs> not sold out. Um, but it is Vegas, so who knows. The one thing we didn't touch that I forgot to touch is that uh, for those people who watch us on YouTube and stay in for the beginning to see our uh, loading screen, or waiting screen uh last week's question how many active bullet club members have stepped foot in an impact ring the answer was six the answer was six and craig's question and spoiler there you go pull back the curtain craig came up with this one as well and it is who in the history 17 year history of bound for glory has main evented the most times bound for glory most main events you find out the answer next week if you don't have it. If you do, drop it right here. Even if you're an audio listener, drop it on the uh, comments there. Craig, why don't you wrap us up, bud? Yep, so of course, stay, stay close to our socials for all of our Bountiful Glory stuff coming up. And uh, State of Impact every Tuesday give you news, rumors, and everything going on in the world of Impact in a very short 10 minute segment so it'll keep you too long of course follow us here and everywhere you can see you can see our social medias on below us and just do the whole thing we appreciate you stay tuned for more nonsense next week live yes sir um eight o'clock start from now on we'll have a bound for glory week release schedule coming this week including um some interview things some top 10 things unofficial bound or excuse me unofficial impact wrestling board game things uh and unboxing of some trading cards as well so look out for all of our stuff all of our stuff it's gonna be a great week for us a great week for impact wrestling um thanks for tuning in guys goodbye everybody (laughs) bye what's up everybody